broadcasting live through Loot of the Beacon in the basement of Stalwart Fortress, this is Wagdai Weekly, the show that covers everything about Wagdai, the interactive fantasy adventure that combines rich lore, role-playing mechanics, and a community of creators that bring the Forsaken Lands to life in an immersive game where there is only one true constant. We are all going to die. I'm your host, King Offling, along with Josiah, and this is episode 29. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Tell me more about the uh, the music. Well, it's good, just good music, man. Does it, did it play good? <laughs> I mean, the audio was very crisp. Um, good, perfect. But, but yeah, like, contrary to what you guys might think, like, Offling and I don't really discuss, like, off-the-cuff changes or, or little new things that we try. Um but I, I think it's very appropriate given the title for this episode, Rest in Peace, Logan. Yes. Yes, rest in peace. Although, although, possibly not the way that you think. We'll get more into that later. Um, but yeah, no, this is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're bridging into a quote-unquote season two, I guess, of the show. So it's now we're, I'm using a better microphone and we got a better uh, little hardware set up, at, le- at least on these episodes. So um, we're trying things. We're improving in some way, because if we don't, then what? <laughs> um, shall we just jump me. into it? Yeah. Shall we jump? Yeah. All right. All right. There's a lot to, to go on. So last Thursday we had a space. It got. It feels like forever ago, but it was literally only like what three four days. Um, uh, about the solstice, um, which cue to reality uh, yesterday was actually the real spring equinox for those of you who are unfamiliar, which means that it is now officially springtime. Um, and it seems to be also uh, a changing of seasons in the, uh, in the Wagdai world. Um, so this space is, uh, was a continuation of sorts from the, the last one we had where, um, you know, we had, we had gathered um, with the Druids and kind of gotten the, the cursory information about uh, Logan and uh, uh, the, 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 the concept of the one and the monad and returning to that. And this was um, the actual celebration, including the um, sacrificial pyre that uh, um, we all decided to jump into. Um, there hasn't been a lot of follow-up since, um, but I think uh, having dissected the, the Spaces audio a couple times now, um, there's a few things that uh, I've kind of come to illuminate about it. Um, so we, we start with the Druid bringing everybody into the amphitheater and it's another grand, um, you know, sort of like a stage play presentation, um, with the Druid sort of like going over the concept of like, before everything, there was this like great cosmic ocean and there was this spark of life that was the one. And then it just began fragmenting into stuff. And that became like people and like, you know, animals and all that stuff. Um, but there's some like actual first talk of like celestial concepts within the Forsaken Lands, and it really starting to sound like you know he he talks about there being a galaxy and um, multiple galaxies and a universe and a great cosmos, and it really starting to sound like this is the first like sort of indication that the Wagdai universe is anything like or our reality, <laughs> you know, like we, we've been looking at, at the Forsaken Lands map this whole time, and it's been this sort of like flatland place, but at least at a cosmic level, it seems like, hey, the the, the universe of, of Wagdai is somewhat consistent with our understanding of, of space, which brings about a whole bunch of new theories about like, 
is is Wagdai just another planet? Like, um, who knows? <laughs> is is Logan on Earth? Uh, or sorry, is uh, is Luda on Earth? Um, who knows? Um, but the uh, the the druids have been long seeking the fragments of that primordial unity, that spark of life that was the one, and their like whole drive is to like bring them back together so that you know the universe can be one again. Um, and that's kind of where they're at right now. And Logan like kind of led the charge on that, and the druids have kind of uh, I think in a way grown past him. Um, they, they carry out this like mission ever since. Um, is that all making sense so far, Josiah? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like you said, we, we finally got like the, the mission statement of the Druids, right? About what, what their task is. I think it's, uh, you know, OG nerds would be kind of mad that there's no mention of the writhing mass. Talking about, I mean, they're giving us basically laying out the Big Bang of the Wagdai universe. Right. And it's so iconic at this point. The very first audio drop by Wagdai in June of 2022, you know, in the beginning, it was just writhing mass. And there's completely no mention of that at all in this uh, this lore dump. Right. Like maybe uh, like that was part of the transition between, um, you know, being the spark and then being a fragment of the spark is like, you know, this living thing. Um, yeah, don't we don't really know, or it could be one and the same, you know. Like, I guess it's these. I think the druids have a very like optimistic outlook at, at what this spark of creation is. Um, and knowing Wagdai, everything turns to shit, <laughs> or, or anyway, so they uh, they might be wrong, you know. Um, but anyway, so then we get an interjection from from that zealot Gotland. Uh, who was complaining about is like, no, these guys are idiots. <laughs> like, don't listen to them. You know, my sister kind of became a cult member here. And, uh, you know, she was lured in by their promises and the, the hippie dippy oneness thing. Um, and, and she regretted it because she was thrown on the pyre and she died screaming in pain and agony and she didn't want to go. And like the druids, like, yeah, that's part of it, man. Like some people just like, can't let go, bro. <laughs> She's like, uh, that's just the, the way it goes. But, uh, an interesting shout out from the zealot or the most interesting thing, part of it is he like begins this like prayer to mother Agora where he's like, asking mother agora to provide purpose to their suffering which is a new concept that like hasn't really been around um regarding mother agora yet like so far she's been this like uh bastion of knowledge and this like creator of heat and light but uh never like they find purpose through her um and, like they're still seeking something to give it all all that pain and suffering and not just a death with no no reason um, so that was Nito. Um, does that change your opinion of Mother Agora at all yet? It It's interesting. I, I said this before, right? Like we met the Nameless Serpent, but we have not yet met Mother Agora. And I, I feel like conceptually it's it's so easy to, to interswap her and she who smiles. Um, but okay, so if we're going to get into it, like... What I I don't even know what we would call that 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 uh belief right the belief in Mother Agora but whatever it is it's basically the analog to maybe Catholicism or Christianity right 
and and so it makes sense with what you're saying about Gotland, this uh, this zealot who's been to the solstice before. He was talking about the yes, last time. Yes. When, yeah. He watched his sister burn, like at the pyre. It's and super I, dark. I, her eyes, and she yeah. was like, no, "I don't want to die." <laughs> like, like literally, she was trying to like enjoy the event for what it was. But when she was, when her bones were turning black, like you know, you're not superhuman. It wasn't transcendental. She very much felt it all throughout the entire ordeal, and he like saw that. So right. it's like his return, and now he's in her place, right? And of course, he he lifts that prayer up, which is it. Do you know the movie Apostle? No, it's that it's a 2018 film with Dan Stevens. It's very much Wicker Man esque in that it's like a folk horror thriller film, right? But it, it's it's pretty much the same premise actually. He uh. He goes to this isolated village community where his sister had disappeared and like it's people and they worship a deity and they keep her alive via some gruesome method. And, you know, there's religious manipulation and all of that. Um, that's on Netflix. But it it that's what it reminded me of. Like, it, it's a very well-established trope, I think. And uh, I think the biggest irony in all of this is that Gotland himself is not yet burned, right? Is he not? Did he not? Because I don't think he was staked at the pyre. Interesting. I, I actually, I, I just made an assumption that he would be. Uh, so I didn't actually look. Hold on. Okay, you, you, you go look. You go ch- look for for Gotland being burned. I'm gonna finish telling. There's a couple of other really interesting things about this spaces that were were illuminated here. So, um, the the druids believe that the stones of Zo are the first things to exist after the spark of creation. So there's like the one, and then it's like the first thing to fragment out of it are these like rocks. And um, they believe that collecting them uh, and reuniting all of the stones of Zoe are going to uh, bring about that unity. Um, And the, the shame of the Druids is a concept defined by Mother Agora um, for, or, or Agorans uh, because of this practice of the solstice where they um, they sacrifice people in a pyre and that reveals the stones of Zoe in the earth. Like they like come illuminated into the ground. Like they rise up from the ground after the like the burning, um, which is, it flew over my head the first time I listened to the space, but if you like listen to it, it's it's all clearly there. Um, so like we've been con- contemplating like, oh, what's the you know, is this no reward, no gain, or is there going to be a token of concord or what? But like realistically speaking, if not um, you know directly to the to the those who burned, um, I think we are on the path to getting the long-awaited stones of Zoe. Um, simply because that's what how you find them in lore is you you have one of these solstice uh burns and uh and the stones of zo reveal themselves um so yeah that's their whole thing the druids have been um they're they're it's interesting we've had these like groups and factions throughout forsaken lands um this is the first time that a group has actually kind of been like of two of the 17 so they're like you know obviously they follow logan um, but they're also, you know, tied to Zoe in a very, very strong way. 
Um, and so they're, yeah, collecting these stones is important to them and they're going to be all about that. Um, did you find out about Gotland yet? Yeah, Gotland and those uh, other druids are, I think they're staked at the encounter. <laughs> so they, they actually uh, <laughs> did not die. Um, Interesting. Well, let's I'm see sure. what comes of that. We'll see. You're right. sure that well, they will. <laughs> they'll they'll sure have they, a, yeah. Should be dead. <laughs> a post-fire burning. Um, uh, unless maybe not. Maybe Gotland's got more to say, right? Like, Gotland could be our, like, road into the Kingdom of the Enlightened or whatever. Oh, um, sure. Like, yeah, he escaped right. somehow, right? He he jangled out of his uh, his vine chains. Right. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but but did you hear all that about the stones? Like, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh, same like you. I caught it the second time. That I mean, it was there all along. The answer to what talk would emerge from this event, and it does seem like it's the stones of Zoe, not the stones itself. Like the 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 main stones stones of Zoe were were um, results of the Wagdai Big Bang, right? And these are almost they're they're uh analogs Pebble. copy yeah Pebble, pebbles of the right and you know they they're just described as immovable and made of a completely alien composition right so it's it's not just like a a wagged eye earthly rock it seems to be mm. a lot more alien and mystical than that um but yeah like you said i i guess we can expect that i don't know what kind of traits that would manifest in I feel like that would be a body trait, wouldn't it? You know, what if it's, you just want body traits? I do. I do want body traits. I'm thinking about like that the white blanket for the flame of twenty one. Like, what if the stone of Zoe is just a rock, a pixel rock? Wait, it, it, like the ETH rock? You know? No, no, God, ETH symbols and laser eyes on my wag die, please. Yes, thank you. Um, but, uh, I mean, I do want more body traits for sure. But again, it could end up being like the strange mushroom, right? Like strange mushrooms, not, uh, not searable yet. So, um, and we've seen preview traits that like very clearly or very obviously, um, could associate with it. So who knows? Um, that's, that's what to expect. So I think those of you who did die in the pyre, um, expect either a, a stone of Zoe or like a, a path to a stone of Zoe. Uh, you know, we never want to like, there's no no promise on anything on this, you know. There's we're just, just past past experience doesn't necessarily dictate future results, so um, doesn't matter. You're already burned now, so <laughs> cross your fingers and hope. Um, I'm I'm watching um, Council of Six. I'll refer to him as Council of Six. <laughs> um, talk about how the Stone of Zoe was the one that killed the treaty, and that would be that would be like a grade A, like complete you know circling of lore right that the zealots you know warred with these these druids before and they they took one of these pieces and they weaponized them and so you know cycles before so now at the church of her they utilize them as weapons as as god killers and they've thrown it and they've mm -hmm. killed the treaty through one of those i mean it the, the cool thing about that is it's like you know uh, man i don't know if you remember back in like june and everything was uh serpent versus agora this and like good guy bad guy that and you know it, it it very quickly became possible to be more interesting and more nuanced with this like multi-tiered you know different philosophies inter intermingling with each sure, other yeah. and the idea that like 
oh, the zealots who hate these druids would use their druids' weapon against the serpents, who were actually the decrepits following the treaty, who weren't the serpents, but they were kind of aligned with them because they both just hated Agora, and it just like makes this like really fucking dense web of like sure. political, you know warfare intrigue whatever crossover i think that's like 10 times more interesting than like ever so many fantasy stories never mind in web 3 oh sure um that are just i'm i'm are you, are you a are you a good guy or a bad guy Ooh. <laughs> um but anyway let's let's wrap up the spaces so uh uh the druids um the the the, the main druid he uh he prophesized the the mushrooms and the spores coming to um, their lands uh, through a vision that he was sent. Um, he says it's from a being that was tied to the one or associated with the one and like his voice gets all trippy and stuff while he's talking about this part. Um, I I actually believe that uh, that might have been Logan himself. Um, like not speaking through him but like it's not like not like a possessive speaking but like um hey like i'm gonna i'm gonna juice you up from from uh beyond the grave because lo and behold another thing that flew over my head the first time i listened is uh logan has been dead this entire time <laughs> um the drew like they if you go at like uh 618 in the in the in the audio um i can actually let me let me see if i can dig this up we can use a, a brand new audio tech right might as well um yeah, I that wasn't my interpretation of it, but let's have the live replay just so uh, we can hear it one more time. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll kick it here for you guys. Uh, was a six eighteen here. Travelers sent to myself from the one assured. I can't really hear it. Though. Has communicated to us one flaw of this to return Logan's remains on this night to the cosmos. You see, this is the moment Logan foretold. When he too must return to his essence, his shame, that of his corporeal form, shall once again be returned to the grand being, the one. Thank you, Logan, for this vision. May we do as you will, Logan, who first found the unity between mother and serpent. Let those returning to the one shine brighter than all of the stars in the cosmos on this very night. In Logan's name. Okay. Um, did that did that make sense? I, I couldn't hear any of that, so I hope that, <laughs> that was, was good. good. It was good quality. It was crisp. So All that's right. the good news. It's working. Um, yeah, it's. He he specifically says tonight we we burn Logan's remains. We 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 release him from his shame, his corporeal form. Right, like, but he, there's, yeah, there, he also says this is a moment that Logan foretold as well, while he was alive. <laughs> so, b burn me, and then later burn my remains. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, his 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 spirit had been kind of like kicking around, um, you know, giving these visions. Uh, this is my interpretation, sure, at sure, least. Sure. And and guys, dive into the spaces because it's dense. But, um, like. Logan died somewhere else. I don't know where, 
whether it was during the, the his time in the primordial lands, right? Because that's where they said he died previously. Right. Um, whether it was in his uh, journey into the depths with uh, Kilgore and and Luda, um, and and you know coming face to face with the serpent, he could have died there. Um, but they've the druids have been basically like carrying his remains around this whole time, and been getting these like visions and prophecies from him. Uh, and this solstice, uh, they, because he, he said, and that like, basically, I guess he gave them a prophecy that's like, and then one day the, this thing called the lost pilgrim will show up and it'll bring mushrooms and then you should burn me. Right. And, and so they did. Um, and that was the end of him. <laughs> and well, almost because then there was, uh, one more little sting at the, uh, at the end of that. Heed my call, the spread, smell my being. Heed my call, the spread, smell my being, zombie stuff. Um, yeah. And I... Is that exactly what the main account tweeted in fun font, all caps, right after? No, they tweeted, uh, like, flee something, something, something. Hold on, I'll get the exact. Spread for it is Logan's will. The headless... Jesus Christ, I hate fun font. The headless Hold on. speaks. <laughs> the uh, headless speaks. Soon the soon the... will make itself apparent. Right. Okay. Well, let's back up a bit on um, Logan. The fact that Logan was staked and burned through this event, right? That makes yeah. the third member of the 17 who has been burned um, through a lore based event. <laughs> Maybe the second one wasn't. Um, but the other two got a response from the uh, the devs, from the team, right? The treaty, mm-hmm. there was a skull of the treaty talk that was exchanged. Um, of course, She Who Smiles had that awesome transformation video, but no response to Logan burning yet. Um, yeah, I mean, we got we got the the. I would say that the call to him being actually burned despite being dead. Like, I don't think that would have been written in to the spaces had it not been had Logan not been staked and locked in there. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. We haven't had any other word yet. I don't know. Again, you know, past past uh, history is not a not proof of future anything. So who knows? Yeah, my initial idea, you know, before we explored this idea that Logan might have already been dead was that, you you know, his his form, right? That it looks very crustacean and crepuscular and just all around like a mutant that, you know, he partakes in this solstice every every cycle. But he emerges from it, right? Because his work is not yet done. But each time he reemerges, he's more deformed and he's more like squid and crab looking. And, you know, so I I don't know where they're going with his story. I, you know, all the mushroom talk is linked to his will and, and you know, the grand plan that he has. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did re-manifest. Um, the, the owner of Logan is um, Faded Face. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's he's actually the person we got to meet him in person during the uh, the NYC Cloisters event. Um, but he's got a lot of wag die. 
And so I, I'm wondering if one of his many wag die, much in the same way She Who Smiles was reanimated. We're going to see Logan reanimated. But in the context of the spores that we are spreading in his will, right? Oh. So he's going to look deformed and completely unrecognizable. Something's going to go down with these mushrooms. Interesting. I mean, yes, something is going to go down with the mushrooms. Like, uh, you know, as we talked about last episode, there's the whole uh, spread is now active. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of things going on with that. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. I think this week we're probably going to get some more news. But uh, who knows? Cold World, welcome. No? Do we? Is he there? Cold World. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh man, I'd be right on. Two two questions. One, does do I hear smell my being? Is that accurate? My being. Smell it. Yeah. Like it's the first talking. Oh, okay, okay. Alright. And then uh second question is 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 burning that spores are still available to collect mushrooms? That that still is active? Uh yeah. I don't think it it's turned off at all, no, right? It's still active. I haven't checked it in a few it's days. It's still the first form. It's still on fate of wag die under spread. Because like I'm still sitting on like four pictures or four JPEGs and like four uh, three six nines. That's like twelve more mushrooms and what? And, and it's like one talk is at least one vote, right? Or is it two? One one talk is two votes. Yeah, I mean like stacking mushrooms is definitely an op uh, way of uh, stacking your votes, but um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> it, 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 it and, uh, if I'm off track, please. please reel me back in uh any hints or speculation on the spores at all on the mushrooms just what we talked about on, about the last space is where it seems like there's definitely like some activation of the spores now but no real results on what that's going to do or be mm, okay hmm Yeah, we had a real fun uh, conversation on that last show. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Josiah. I want body traits. Like, even if they're zombie, spore, mushroom, you know, grotesques, I, I'll, I'll throw a few wag die at, at getting those. I think they'll be cool. Yeah, we can create an army, um, the lesser wag die. But, uh, you know, I also want ether rock. I think that would be really cool. Ether, no, Jesus, please. <laughs> I, I, I will say I, I am a little bit bummed. Like I, I think Logan is like, maybe personally for me aesthetically is one of like the cooler seventeen, um, and so I was a little bummed to see that. Reminds me of like, Jabba the Hutt's uh, uh, like right hand <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, bit Fortuna. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, he's definitely the most. I think he and Artificial God are the most alien looking. Um, of the seventeen. Yeah, for sure. I, jeez, I, I got. I just gotta wonder, and I, I, I'm sorry if I'm off track on your guys's uh, 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 outline here uh, for the for the show. Uh, but like, I just feel like the keepers or someone. It's like who. Like we've already seen it before with uh, shoes, smiles, and, and now Logan. That's like, what? Who's? I, I don't really know if there's obviously any um, writing or any future developments of Seventeen, but clearly we're just like flying off the cuff here, and people are starting to uh, really risk it all, which is quite uh, quite cool to see. Yeah, have we become desensitized yeah. to a burning of a member Absolutely. of the Seventeen? Uh, just wait matter. just wait there somebody's gonna someone's gonna accumulate like five of them and burn them all at once you mean brennan <laughs> like the, the one he's got like three of them already he just needs two more yeah i mean who knows who knows i i think i mean hey we're all gonna die right like that's the point that is the point. That is true. You know what? It, it's um, it's very interesting. You know, I've seen during this uh, degen time, a lot of people are minting uh, projects that seem to have some claim to burn, and like everyone is like stoked yeah. to get into some burning mechanism, and like here we are, yeah. uh, deep in this burn. It's just quite quite fascinating to see. Yeah, I mean, people like to burn stuff. Um, I mean, a lot of people, you know, it's burn exchanges, really. Um, which, uh, yeah, again, and and her silence has talked a lot about this, but like, you know, part of what makes Wagdai exciting is that you know, you like, you you never really know if you're if you're just burning shit for no reason. Um, and we often do burn shit for no reason. Like most other projects, it's almost like, you know, there's no risk reward involved, right? It's just burn things and get other things. Whereas with Wag it's like, oh yeah, you might get nothing. Okay, cool. Oh, oh absolutely. I, I would, and I think most people would rather be like, oh, I know I'm not going to get anything, but the thought of getting something is is totally worth it. I, I, so it's like under promise, over deliver. Um, but just like the thought of uh in, in burning something or searing something to g- get these metadata updates i think uh, obviously we, we we're kind of jaded to uh what we have within wagdai uh but i i think the whole metadata up- update is like pretty pretty fucking cool i think most people like larp to earn uh meta update is like sick knowing that you can potentially LARP your way into uh, a, a more defined visual character, I think is really sick. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, part of me does wonder if there is some, like, we would have more, like, LARP engagement if the, like, process was a little more standardized or something like that. But well, I, I like the chaos of it, you know? Um, it's just, like, people doing stuff to uh to to figure out their thing and then and then there they go i think about you know when the the map staking feature first came live that was the advent of the battle of the church right pick a side stake your character fight to the death and that brought in so many holders who were not active in the past 
like three months, right? They're like, what's happening? What do I get if I stake? Like, what's this opportunity here? Um, so, I mean, going, going back to what you're saying, like, <laughs> I, I feel like maybe for most of those people, what the outcome of it probably wasn't what they were expecting. Um, but it, it, yeah, I think it just speaks to that nature of, of, you know, pe- people kind of want that exchange. If you, if you look at your asset, right, your wag day, and you feel like, okay, well, this isn't doing anything for me. It's not like the floor price is at, you know, 0.5 or something, but now here's this opportunity to make use of it, right. To engage with it. And I don't know what's going to happen on the other end, but you know, I'm going to do it just because. Right on. Um, Right. So I I think there's a lot of things coming to come this week with the rest of the story. We'll just have to sit tight and wait and see. Um, But we could get a roll on. Um, Oh, actually, hold on. Let me dig that out. You know, we've got new audio things. Let's 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 play with some audio things. Uh, Where is it? I think I think this is it. Uh, sorry. All right, here we go. Is this, is this, is it playing something? Tales of Julian Triart, a thief who fails, got taken by the jester's wand, and with it did the fool abscond. He tried to steal it from the crows, and so they chased him with their bows. Through the forest he fled with speed, as nameless charter played his greed. Julian would not fall at night, he seized balloons and took to flight. With grin on his face and when at back, he sailed overhead and lost their track. He found himself safe, oh what a lark, but then came the wizard of random dark. Julian was relieved, or so he thought, until the wizard took the one that he saw. his faith the knave was found dragged to the crows then there he was bound they took his eye as revenge for the theft then he had only one but still the right but no left so heed this warning all you dare mystic relics are yours to bear and if you are caught you will pay the price and end like poor julian which is not very nice. Wow. I didn't actually realize that was the alternate cut of the yes, song. I was, like listening to it. I was like, this is a different version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but there you go, guys. The Bard's back. And he's singing songs about Julian. Isn't that fun? <laughs> the, uh, at, the mis- at the risk of making you hard, the uh, first Bard Wag Dive video is actually one of my top five favorite wag guy LARP videos. Um, so it's nice to see him back and singing a familiar tune. 
familiar yes uh yeah if you guys uh uh you can uh uh maybe i can pin it or something oh i'm not even in the spaces you pinned it oh right right yeah watch the video it's fun uh it's uh it's a it's a new little art video i threw out this week um to uh to have fun with there you go um and uh yeah there, there's gonna be more more coming um julian and i are now finally reunited in the tavern what's that you know when we last heard from julian he said he was gonna lay low uh for a bit so what, what can you tell us about you know his his definition of the term and now re-emerging in a cd bar in the kingdom of york well i mean i Look, I'm just saying. I, I mean, who says we're at the kingdom of, the, of yore? We're just at a at a tavern of of no little consequence, you know. I, he's he's laying low. I've sent my body double off to handle my business at Stalwart Fortress. I'm I'm laying low. Who knows? Who knows what, what kind of trouble two young, handsome, you know, individuals can get up to in a in in, in a world of Wagner? Okay, one of those things aren't true, but yeah, I get it. What do you mean? Look, don't worry about it. Uh, what are artifacts uh, by Ordeus? Um, let's see. Yeah, you know, I guess it's just you and my uh, LARP to, uh, this week. Um, the only true diehards here. I mean, let's be real. I, uh, um, the uh, butter, butter plug riddles. Um, <laughs> I put out a prize. I was going to say prizes, but Sisav was the only one um, who solved one. So I made this fun thing, you know, I, I finally decided on talks and I, I went ahead and made one and complete with a description and everything. And the way I kind of framed it was it was almost like a, like a D&D item. You know, Prince Hamdo had this idea during the past week to kind of start like a wag die um, D&D group, not not in in the world of wag die or wag die theme, but just D&D. So that people can kind of learn and get familiar with that um, process. And so, you know, it made me think about how we used to have something akin to it um, that was run by Ox thriving his quests, right? To the point where, I mean, it, it was done enough and frequented by enough people that he put out a shop with Ox G where you could buy like, you know, extra lives or like a shield or stuff like that. And so, you know, I, I, I kind of tried to plug that into some of this. <laughs> I just put plus one modifier to any rolls. And it's, you know, I don't play d and I don't really know what that means. I know you and uh, occult occurrences do. Um, but I, I don't know. I just kind of think about when we get to that point where we'll have more of a structured, you know, dungeon crawl scenario where some of these, you know, com- community agreed upon maybe items or talks can have these kind of effects, right? They give you different advantages in, in the quest that you're running or whatever. Like a, a plus one isn't outrageous. Like that's a decent, you know, benefit. Uh, if you want to know the ins and outs of it, you know, you have a 20 sided die. Each, each number on there is a, is a plus one. Um, uh, so, that's a that's a five percent for each plus one. So you're basically given uh, Cisab a, a, a plus five percent chance of, of succeeding everything he does forever. This is good <laughs> or until it breaks. This is good. He, he'll need it to escape his uh, imprisonment. Um... Right, right, 
right he needs he needs it to get out of his uh his his stone uh peril. yeah but Sisab, you you can burn the talk and then i'll send you the uh, transparent um png trait and you could do with it as you please but just fun ideas you know i i think that's that's part of all this like we experiment with different ways to kind of get collaborations within our our larp experiences right so i think all these are really fun ideas to try out and see what sticks and see what people do with it right um to quickly cover some conclave stuff from last night last night was a very interesting conclave meeting and you yeah, were there hold on so before that we're gonna have... we have more content for uh community updates right yes we do is that good for for us to touch base on uh not there seems to be some technical issues okay um but uh yeah all right so uh looks like a new collection uh has been launched today um from uh violet nightvale who's down there in the audience desperately messaging me trying to come up uh to speak uh unable to do so uh can't figure out quite why okay i went ahead and pinned it um the forsaken lands landscapes but i i think the title of the collection is called through the forsaken lands right Yeah, so the, the, the collection it seems to be is called uh, Through the Forsaken Lands. Uh, it is a series of landscapes and locations. This one is uh, the first piece is out now. Uh, an animated uh, look at uh, Detritus Swamp in the daytime. Uh, it's uh, a nice, you know, big 1600 pixel uh, animated piece. Um, Looks fantastic. Yeah. I grabbed it. Um, this one's fun because it almost felt like a stealth drop, you know. Um, I see that there's uh, there's burn opportunities, and it, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I, I think it's public knowledge. I just peeked through some of it, right? But it looks like there will be different versions of it in uh, in regards to the the time of the day, right? So you have a night version, maybe a dusk version. Yeah, so right now on the collection itself, there's some like sort of preview of what's to come in the header. Okay. Uh, and the fact that the thing itself is called day and has day metadata um, is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty obvious. obvious. Pretty okay. obvious. Um, but uh, yeah, so like there's going to be two burn redeems uh, next week, um, according to the uh, outline. Uh, and then there will be an airdrop for anybody who's collected uh, all three pieces. Um, I like it. It reminds me of, you know, early on in the Conclave days, there was there was an idea, a proposal from someone to create like uh, locations and landscapes in the Forsaken Lands. And, you know, obviously the, you know, the community judged that there wasn't enough merit to kind of, he, he was looking for funding, right? So, you know, the, kind of one of the fundamental tenets of our project is go ahead and do something if you have an idea you don't need anyone's permission like if you have the resources and know-how like go ahead and do it and see what the response is so really cool to see this this idea come through i was looking i mean the details too there's um there's a toad of detriti sitting on the branch there right eating some flies but a uh, cool stuff so definitely pick up the piece, guys. Um, several of you already have. Um, it's cool to see that. 
Sorry. Yeah. Try, I'm trying to help Violet also get up here. No such luck. Um, she's saying she might pop in the tavern after the show if you guys want to chit chat uh, and she can she can talk to you about the, uh, the the creation. She was very excited to come up here. I hate Twitter spaces, right, man. I can't wait till this is this is such a shitty platform. Um, but yeah, grab it. Uh, grab three of them if you want the full experience. They're they're oh one a piece and they're only available until Thursday, I think. So there you have it. Uh, landscapes and such of the forsaken lands um conclave right so last night we had conclave meeting um new community member tolfix came in uh this is the guy who's got the mmo um uh he's been uh talking about the potential of you know, he, he's basically got this MMO he's created, uh, a Wagdai uh, sort of fantasy, dark fantasy themed um, game experience that he's kind of, you know, it's been languishing um, after uh, extensive development. And now he's hoping to um, sort of partner with Wagdai to kind of like give it a little bit more life. Um, it, you know, it, but at the same time, he's trying to also do right by his current collection holders and like find a thing uh, an integration that makes sense and also get development help and it's like a very like sort of complex um I, I'll, I'll call it an acquisition or a merger of sorts between the projects um and so uh it's it's a lot of back and forth i've had like three conversations you know called with him about this now including the conclave chat um, but we got a chance to, you know, like see the game um, in video and it looks cool enough. Um, it, it just needs content. And then, uh, you know, some talk about like potential, how it could all work now. Uh, what, what were your thoughts from it, Josiah? Because you were, you were there for most yeah, of it, right? Yeah, we, we had a really good thick conversation. But yeah, I mean, the way I kind of approached it was he, he's a very hardworking creator artist who's trying to find a lifeline for his project right so he has a framework all there but it's just not really inhabited with rich lore so i think that that's one of the main attractive points for him um in wagdai right that we have the story we have the characters arguably the only really thing that we have you know he was talking about how his project ad universe you know they they I think he even said they got their their mint bought it, whatever. But you know, Wagdai obviously has a bigger name, and I mean, truth be told, we we have our own share of notoriety, right? In fact, I would say our reputation in the wider NFT space is is more negative than it is positive. Um, yeah, even though that plays. Yeah, you know, that's that's not something we said to him, but you know, it's 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 really all that was ever promised with Wagdai. Right. That there's the story, there's the traits there. And, you know, we we as community members come into that and we bring it to life and we inhabit it. Right. In, in this kind of collaborative dance with the dev teams and the two and the keepers and everything. Um, so that that's how I kind of understood it. I think what we have to look forward to is, you know, the conclave uh, representatives um, agreed with him that he would make a playable version of what he has at which point the community members you guys get to go and try it out 
And from there, we see how much interest you guys have. Because I think this very much is going to start from there, right? He, he's essentially asking for some roles, like people who know the lore, people who can provide him with assets. And if you guys like enough of what you see from what's playable, right, then you, you express that interest. You say, hey, I'm actually willing to give my time up for, for what you're asking for, because I think what you have here is promising. I, I feel like this will definitely be a lot more um, grassroots from the community as opposed to something bigger that goes through the conclave. Um, but that's one option. We also talked about the, the idea of acquisition, right? Some of some of the work that he's doing. I think I, you know, you that's almost the end game of your uh, your your uh, low poly wag die, right? I mean, yeah, like that's the thing. Like we, you know, that was my initial. Like I was like, oh, geez, wow, a cool thing I can stuff low pallet wag die into, and like we can play. Like, all right, I'm in. Um, but then, you know, the more we've talked, the more complicated it has gotten. Um, you know, because he's he's looking for that lifeline for his existing community, and like it gets uh, overly complicated. But you know, I, I my favorite plan right now is like. Uh, I, I can develop some sort of licensing or acquisition plan plus some dev time as just like a, a means of funding his community, which seems to be their biggest problem. It's not like, I think, I don't think creating a wag die game out of his stuff is that dilutionary to like what he already has compared to the rest of the MMO experiences out there. Um, and we could just like go crazy and do whatever we wanted without having to like, you know, worry about the collection or anything like that. Um, it's a anyway. This is a very complicated topic uh, that I don't think we're going to do a lot of justice on on this episode of Weekly. But um, hey, like if you guys are interested in what he's got to say, or you want to see the game yourself, keep an eye out for the preview that's coming. Or if you go into the builders hall, there's like some videos and screenshots and that kind of thing. Um, or just Adam, you know, like Tulfix is a pretty chill dude. Like for, for all the difficulty of the back and forth, like I really appreciated how, um, able to roll with the punches he is. And like, you know, uh, doesn't, doesn't get dis too discouraged when we're like, ah, oh, no, that, 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 that ain't going to work. Um, kind of thing. So that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, if this MMO is a thing that you guys are interested in, you want to see done, uh, Again, this is I can't imagine Wagdai Core like devs like the two suddenly switching to like producing an MMO like I cannot fathom that uh, ever <laughs> happening. Um, and at the same time, like you know, there's only so many people in this community who have those skills. So if you are one of those people and you want to see this kind of thing happen, then hey, maybe step up to the plate and like see what can can come of it um what else is there am i missing anything are we are we done the show yet um community highlights i think is the last uh last segment um i went to highlight crypto dungeon he's like uh i we don't know who he is he's not in the community but um he's been buying wag die like above the floor and i think most recently he he just bought an ember and he bought a wag die and then he just seared it like <laughs> right after after the other so i don't know who this guy is but hey he, he's drawn to the mechanics and aesthetic of wag die so shout out to him yeah big cheers to him and 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 big cheers to a bunch of the newcomers uh like i said with with tolfix's collection you know he, he put out some word to his community and we've had 
a handful of people coming over from from his world. So, uh, cheers to Capital Noir, Trask, Zertek, Angel, Gianos, and Tallulah, uh, who all made their way into the Wagdai Discord uh, before they were immediately put off by our awful cadence and bad uh, ethic and uh, and horrible language. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I think I recall you were asking one of them like what the benefits of holdership was. And you kind of asked if whether sleeping with the holders or, you know, the community's partners was one of them. Wait, what? <laughs> what? This, is, this is not a gaslight. Um, but can- listen, I say a lot of things in yes, that discord. Do. None of them should be. Yeah, none of them should be taken seriously. Um it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a vibe check you know like that's another thing like i'll I'll be realistic with guys here like we have a very weird community that is like very entrenched in its culture and you know we have our in jokes and all of these things and uh it's like if we have another community coming in and rolling with us like that's either going to cause a dramatic cultural shift for for our existing group which is you know I don't think any of us really want or, you know, they have to be the right sort of cultural group in order to mesh with what we've got. And so, you know, behaving our worst isn't a necessarily bad thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't win us any immediate friends, but, you know, um, at the same time, it, it does sort of like, you know, hey, are you guys, do you get it? Do you get the joke? You know, um, most of them seem to get it. <laughs> talking about all our nfts are worthless it's it's burn them just burn them they're what do i get if i burn them nothing cool anyway uh feed your cat yeah 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 yeah. she's been fed she just likes to yell <laughs> um capital noir he he bought a nike and he came right in she was like you know this one spoke to me i'm gonna name him carl marx and then he kind of just disappeared and, you know, never came back. So, I don't know. We have weird people. Wagtai touches a weird corner of Web3. I'm not really sure who who these people are. Yeah. I'm not really sure who we They're are. They're like crypto experienced, but like with a, with a weird bent to it. Oh, I almost forgot one amazing thing. My bad. Uh, Bussin Boy uh, added another extension to the Evangelion anime intro that blew my mind. The man has animated Merlin like grabbing his sword and Julian flying up and glowing and shit. Like, oh my god, I love that thing, man. That is like the most satisfying stuff to watch. So I'm super excited <laughs> for more. The future of low poly wag die is bright. That's it. That's right. Low poly wag die, baby. Oh, and speaking of of 3Ds, like amidst that conclave meeting, like if you guys scroll through the uh, the public square, we had some additional uh, uh, previews from the actual Wagdai 3D collection, uh, which was really cool to see um, new new traits and such. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but I think I think that's everything. Do we miss anything? I think, we usually I think do. That's our show. That's our show. Should we get out of here? Any any final words, Josiah? Um, smell my being. Smell my being. We are all gonna die. I'll catch you guys in the Discord. Uh, pop in, pop in the tavern chat after this if you guys want. Um, Violet would love to talk to you about uh, 
the uh, uh, through the through the Forsaken Lands, the uh, the Treaty Swamp piece. So, um, catch you all later. Goodbye, traveler. May your journey bode you well. <laughs>